but I just want to have like Wendy like sitting on the lifeguard chair with her sunglasses on and it says let that bitch drown hey you didn't do yo oh I usually do a I thought you do I thought it was yo and I listen I mean, to this shit every week too. <laughs> should I change it up and start doing yo? There was yo. Okay. Try, yo. Try that. <laughs> well, now it just sounds bored. Stick with the A. Now, now it sounds like yo, where's Roscoe? Remember that commercial? <laughs> the bed bug dog? Oh my god, yes. Um, no, never mind. I kind of like the A. I like it both. I just like anything you say. Oh, thank you. I just love that I get to see you every week. I know. Um, how are you, jerk? I'm good. It's finally starting to get a little cooler out here. Um, I had a coffee late in the day, so I probably won't sleep well again tonight. But you know how it goes. It's that work from home life. That's right. I just actually found out that I'm working from home through the spring semester. So I have to figure yeah. out how to make myself an office. Because... Working for my kitchen table is just really not cutting it for me anymore. Yeah, I uh, I have that same situation. I'm cleared to work from home through July 2021. So I, <laughs> my kitchen is my office. I live in a studio, so it's not my favorite. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's what you got to do. It's better than the alternative right now. So, Well, but- if anybody has advice on how to like office must needs in a space where you don't actually have like an office, right? Like we don't have like a room for an office. Um, please let us know because every time I try Googling shit, I'm like, I don't know if I fucking want that. I don't know if I fucking want that. Like I'm just so indecisive and I'm not an indecisive person. So if anybody has advice on how you've been surviving this working from home life, like what, what are must needs in your makeshift offices that aren't real offices? Uh, I'll tell you what, one of the things I bought, cause I use two screens. Uh, and so to avoid from sitting and ruining my spine all day, I bought one of those things that you put on top of the table that rises and lowers. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can do like a standing desk situation. Yeah. I think I want to, I think I want to do a standing, like partial standing desk. But so since I'm fingers crossed applying to law school I, and library, so typically when I'm in like, like a professional, since I've already kind of have a a post bachelor's degree um libraries are my favorite place to study but realistically speaking like when's the next time i'm gonna get to like go to a library and like do work um i kind of thought like well i might as well make this my workspace slash like study space i guess because i'm not going to be able to go to a library anytime soon so i'm definitely going to get one of those but i also kind of want like a setup where i can also just like sit and read outline things you know what i mean um yeah so, but I do love that idea because I cannot, that's the other thing. Like, I just can't sit all day. I hate it. Yeah. I sit incorrectly in a chair um, all the time at all times. Um, and I often will end up bruising my tailbone. And let me tell you, that shit lasts Hurts. for a really long time. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I saw something like a while ago at the middle of this pandemic that was like getting anxious and antsy working in the same spot every day try going to the 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 west side of your home or whatever i'm like bitch where do you think you live <laughs> like the west side let me just go work in my guest house like what 
there my 600 square foot apartment like yeah let me just Less. work you want me to work in the other corner is what you just said to me yeah why don't I go work in the bathroom like <laughs> yeah that's I need the you. west side of my house yeah, I definitely need definitely need some help. So if anybody has suggestions or recommendations, please drop it to us on our Instagram or on our Gmail just because I'm so uninspired these days and I, I desperately need help. Um, also, like, by all means, let us know how you're all doing in this in this situation. <laughs> we'll start a new segment called How You Doing? <laughs> you do or I was you know what I like realized as I was like listening back to a lot of our episodes first off I, I kind of want to apologize for last week because my brain I worked late it was just like not there so to our listeners thank you so much for always telling me how great we are because oh seriously no I, I, I kind of think you're lying <laughs> <laughs> no listen we do this after work most of the time it's much mm-hmm. later for you Anna because you're on the east coast and I appreciate you doing this but you know we all we work a long day so this isn't like the only thing we do so it's sometimes we're a little frazzled and uh yeah we appreciate you sticking with us as we basically form all these thoughts and theories on the spot so um you're right you are 100 correct I actually so I was thinking as that we were listening I think another segment we're going to come up with is Anna's analytical corner because I psychoanalyze so many things um, and bless you for being such a wonderful like co-host and partner in just hearing my tangents on like the deeper meaning of things that just like really aren't even that deep because it's I am who I am. Listen we all we all gotta I love your your little philosophy tangents it's very <laughs> interesting to listen to so I uh yeah I'm excited. This episode's going to be fun. Uh, but before we yep. get into it, should we start with what was you, the segment you wanted to start with? Was it so, thoughts? Yes. New- Let's do, we have some thoughts. We and some thoughts. So, well, I mean, so we got two questions in the last week or so. One of them was from a listener. So I'd gone to a wedding this weekend. Um, I got my coronavirus test today just to be safe. And I am negative. Like, don't worry. I got tested before and after. Um, and it was a super safe wedding. Um, but I actually ran into, so my friends were there and a a few of them are listeners and they thought that my love for Staten Island was probably one of the most surprising things about me. And I was like, I don't actually think that's a very surprising thing about me at all. And they said, well, like talk about it on the show. What is the most surprising thing about you? And I was like, oh, I should definitely ask Cola that question. Um, Cola, what would you say is the most surprising thing? Like people would find out or think about you, like knowing who you are. What is this? Like, what are they so surprised to then find out? Uh, That I was in a sorority in (laughs) college because I, well, especially now I'm more, uh, a lot of you don't see very much of me, but like uh, I'm very masculine presenting. So when they find out that they kind of are a little taken aback, but my sorority really wasn't like sororities in Brooklyn like I went to college in Brooklyn and like it's different at New York City schools I feel like I didn't have like the sorority house experience uh but I had a great experience uh Mm -hmm. it was kind of interesting it really turned the city into like my playground more than it already was I would say um so it's really funny because mine is the same yeah uh I don't I don't think people are shocked to know that about me, I think, I, I do think they're kind of like, wait, whoa, really? And I'm like, yeah. And I think it's, I mean, I am 
like pretty, I'm pretty like, I think this is what's like really misleading about it is I'm like a very woman empowered person, right? Like very self-confident human. And a lot of the times, unfortunately, the stereotype is that like sorority women are just not right. Like they're very like insecure and they're like, they're like super into, like they're super codependent on their only in it for like to find their like Mr. Like getting their Mrs. Degree, right. Like trying to find like their, their quote unquote daddy in a fraternity, like, right. Like really? they're not I never, I never knew that. I'll tell you honestly why I did it. I went to a commuter school and I wanted to party and that's how I knew I could party. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But, um, but yeah, that's yeah. Fair. yeah. <laughs> I often find like the stereotype. So now that I like kind of like work with fraternities and sororities a little bit, um, now that I'm in the world, like that is definitely one of the stereotypes that I, so when I, with the people I work with, obviously they're not surprised, but people outside that realm are always really surprised because of that stereotype. Um, I definitely think we should do an episode on our sorority experience just because they were so, so we both went to school in New York city, but very different experiences just like by the type of schools we went to and, and what we, we think we got out of it. But, um, I think it's really funny that they were like, you loving Staten Island is the most surprising thing about you. And I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to think, I would say that's pretty up there. I don't know. That I love Staten Island. What? No, 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 no. I meant the sorority thing. Not at all. The Staten Island thing doesn't surprise me. Yeah. If anybody who knows me knows that I, of course I love Staten Island. (laughs) I I love an underdog win, everyone. I love an underdog win. Everybody loves an underdog. That's right. I see you're wearing your Met hat. Speaking of, yes. Yes. What do you got? What are your thoughts? So, So what are my thoughts? So my dad sends me this today and let me preface this with dad. I love you, but Fox News is not a great place to get all of the information you're sending me. (laughs) But um, anyway, so he sends me this article that says the headline is from Fox Business, okay? And it says NYC Mayor Bill de Blasio could block Mets deal because of clause in City Field lease agreement. And so I clicked on it to read it because I'm like, oh my God, after all this, the owners are chill with, as I mentioned on a previous episode, I'm very excited because a billionaire has just bought Mm -hmm. the Mets and he's going to finally put us in the like creme de la creme of New York sports teams that as a New York team, you should be. Um, And basically it's saying that, uh, you know, they, the mayor has the right to block this sale from going through. Um, like, wait, wait, like Mayor de Blasio? Yeah, de Blasio. As if I didn't already fucking have many a bone <laughs> to pick with that man. Now he's trying to bring woe on my baseball team, the one thing that I cling on to. <laughs> um, but essentially, so the other owners have to vote to approve the sale, which they believe is going to be fine. Uh, and they already voted, actually, it was seven to one in favor of the deal. Um, but the mayor is allowed to deny the sale of a team due to a prohibited person, which is defined as any person convicted in a criminal proceeding for a fel- felony or any crime involving moral term turpitude. What the wow. Anyway, <laughs> so Cohen, the, oh, the guy who's buying the Mets himself was never personally charged, but his former hedge fund pleaded guilty to securities and wire fraud in 2013. Um, so like I said, capitalism is awful. All of these billionaires suck. They're terrible, but this billionaire is trying to buy my baseball team and make me happy. So let me just, this is the one billionaire that I'm like, please of all the times to do justice now is like not the time. <laughs> um, 
Now is not the time that we're trying to fuck the system. Not right. Exactly. So it's like you really picked a, a, a beautiful time to decide to jump on this de Blasio. But all that being said, <laughs> at the end of this article, it basically says a city hall official called it due diligence and told the New York Post, our favorite rag, um, <laughs> it's hard to see this impacting the final deal. So essentially, this Fox Business article created all this drama and stress for most of the article, including the headline, which is very clickbaity, which is why I clicked on it. All, sure to say, all to say at the very end in like the last sentence that it's likely de Blasio actually won't block this and it's not going to impact the final deal. So it was just annoying. I hope it actually doesn't, but this is also more of a, just to be like Fox business. What the fuck are you doing? <clears throat> like what a terrible reporting way to report this also out of all the unethical criminal things that billionaires like engage in we're gonna pick the mets team to make the example of the justice well it's also funny and ironic because it's like if something of course it would happen to the mets like who else would it happen to you know like the bad news bears of baseball themselves you know if the mets if the mets was a character on a tv show who would it be uh, oh, that's a good one. I have I wanna, a theory. I, I have a theory too. I want to say Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, see, I was gonna say George Costanza. Oh, okay. So we're, we're not, <laughs> but, same, but same, very same type yep. of person. In like, fact, I believe George Costanza is based off of Larry David. So wow, but yeah, yeah okay. So I never really, I told you, Curb is a, extra cringy to me. Same, um, same. No, I agree. I'm, a, I'm with you on that. I've seen a couple episodes, though. But yes, George Costanza is very much of who I would <laughs> think of. That is the New York Mets. So yes, which is ironic because he did work for the Yankees. But yes, this is... Yes. I, I am... I'm so sorry. This is no, terrible. It's fine. I saw... <laughs> did I ever tell you I was at a bar once and I saw Mr. Met? It was like midnight. Wait, what? Like the mascot? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it was there. I never got an answer. <laughs> Just like in his mascot at midnight in a yeah. bar, like like it was not Mets, it was not City Field. No, you just turned around and he was there. It was there. I wasn't I was drunk, but like I wasn't like hallucinating drunk. I was too drunk to like figure out what was going on, but like definitely like not drunk enough to be like I'm hallucinating. This isn't happening because everybody was going up to him. So also, are you that much of a Met fan that you would hallucinate Mr. Met being where you are? It's quite possible. Oh, okay. That's that's good to know. Um, that's why I don't hmm. do drugs. <laughs> this is why you don't do drugs. Um, I can't co-sign on that. Anyway, I would say I will keep my fingers crossed that your deal goes through. <laughs> but Thanks, I. Truly have no opinion on the matter. I will just say I'm always in favor of when we say fuck de Blasio. So that's fuck the that one. Guy. <laughs> fuck that um, guy. So yeah. Uh, what, what did you have some thoughts on? So I we actually got another question. Um, it's, it's how come, basically, why do we only like shit on, like, why do we shit on every place but like Manhattan, like the five boroughs? And I'm like, well, because that's New York. Yeah. So let's talk about the thoughts that we have on like what actually is New York and why are we so dead set on what our New York is? So I have a I have a funny story to go with my answer, but I want to know what you 
think why you think because i know you think the way i think right like new york it's the five boroughs like that's new york like if you tell me you're from new york i'm gonna automatically assume you're from one of the five boroughs and if you're not you better tell me you better not you better say like i'm from buffalo because i had (laughs) i the the woman (laughs) i lived with out here when i first moved out here she's like i'm from new york too and i'm like where she's like buffalo i was like that's fucking canada yeah, that's not this. That's not the same. We, bro, we. You know how I know we're not the fucking same because I've actually been to. Um, I I went to Canada for New Year's, nice. one year, and the ball dropping that they like showed before the actual Times Square ball dropping was in Buffalo. Okay, no. Canada shows your fucking news, bro. <laughs> you are not. You are not New York. Okay, they literally stream your shit in Toronto. Like the whole fucking country that we associate you with. So why do you say it's just the five boroughs? I will. So I'll give you the five boroughs or, or. No, I can't. I was about to, but I can't. I was about to say maybe Westchester, maybe some parts Mm. of Long Island. I knew you were going to say, okay, here's the thing. I knew you were going to say Long Island. I didn't picture Westchester, but maybe I can give you. I, I can maybe give you Long Island and I'll tell you why, because they can take the, the fucking train into a lot of them do commute into Manhattan. To, but like, so do some parts of Connecticut. Like, so, so the, so does Westchester, like some parts mm, of right. the Metro Metro North goes all the way through um, to like Hartford, almost Hartford. New Haven is actually where it stops in Connecticut. Yeah. So, you're right. I'm not giving it to them. I'm not giving it to them. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, You've sold me on that. So sorry, Long Island. (laughs) I also just think it's because it's such a different culture. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Like Long Island is really its own culture in terms of like when we're talking about New York, like first off, I think I've actually said this in the first episode. Anytime people ask where we're like, I'm from, I never say New York. I always say Brooklyn. And so that to me is how you're a true New Yorker is because you usually rep your borough pretty hard, right? Like really every borough, but like Staten Island. Sorry. That's the, but the, the Staten Island natives will rep Staten Island. Trust me. When they leave New York, you think like when like they're meeting, like if they're like, I don't know, in California, you think they're gonna be like, oh, I'm from Staten Island. I, I mean, like they're gonna listen, if, from- if they're not, unless they're on a job interview, they probably won't say they're from Staten Island. But if they're like talking to other people, they might say that I, I may be making a generalization, but I feel like that's how it would go. That is probably true. I don't know. There's people, you know, that I'm being such a dick right now. I'm like, there's people that <laughs> like being from Staten Island. <laughs> There's some people who defend those people too, like me. I um, I would also just like to say that we are not an isolating group. Like, yes, we say some things. Like, we've definitely isolated some type like people every couple episodes. But I defend Staten Island. Okay, we are as, oh. as inclusive and welcoming as it fucking gets. Sure. All right. <laughs> that, is, that is the ugly redheaded stepchild of like everything. Yeah. The only thing I, I would. Or New Jersey would probably be the other one, which I, I don't. Wanna, I want to just piggyback on what you said before. It's a culture thing, right? Mm-hmm. So when you say you're from New York, it's the city. It's New York City, to me, includes the five boroughs. And then mm-hmm. if you're saying specifically Manhattan, you say Manhattan. I'm from, I grew up in Manhattan. And people do that, that who, are, who that have true. grown up in Manhattan proper, you know, uh, and it's sure. it's real it's a culture thing and i i have a funny story i don't know if you remember this and i, I don't know if you're still chill with this 
person you you I think it was one of your first roommates in college Anna and like we mm-hmm. went out one night in the city and mm-hmm. uh this woman like nearly ran me down when she was trying to uh get off the train or I was we were getting off the train and she ran me down when we were trying to when she was trying to get onto the train and I mm-hmm. s- like yelled at her and I was like you have to fucking let people off the train first and yeah. your friend or your roommate, I don't know if you, y'all are chill or not, but uh, she was Probably not. She was from, I think, Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And she just turned to me and was like, I wish I was from Brooklyn so I could yell at people on the, on the train. And I'm just like, yep. first of all, that's not mutually exclusive. But this is exactly why. Like, she could probably say she's from New York, but I'm sorry, Syracuse not. is not New York. I mean, it is, geographically. You're- they also get really annoyed when you say upstate New uh, York. I'm sorry. Anything above the Bronx is upstate. <laughs> yeah, I would totally agree. Yeah, I, I really do think it's it's a culture thing to me. Because it's also like, bro, we didn't grow up in the same New York. Also, you said something really funny. I did not associate New York City with the five boroughs until I went to college. I always thought New York City exclusively was Manhattan. Oh, oh, really? Uh, I I just kind yeah. of always like when someone says the uh, the New York City area, the you know, like New York City, it's like, oh, you're in one of the five boroughs, like because it's all nope. so connected. Except no, nope. someone had said to me like, oh, you're from New York City, and I was like, no, I'm from Brooklyn. And right. Like, I mean, obviously, yeah. Should I get one of those? Girl- <laughs> what? Should, should you get that tattooed on you? I already know the- about to ask. Yeah, yeah, I was. I yeah, fucking I knew you were just about to ask something about a tattoo. I was like, are you about to say you're going to get that tattooed on you? So stupid. I already have the New York in a heart tattoo, so. I know. I do love that one. Um, But yeah, I just, I, yeah, I think, like I said, it comes down to culture. It's, you know, you didn't grow up. If you're on Long Island, like, you're not, like, yeah, you know what a bacon, egg, and cheese is because you actually, Long Island does have really good bagels because of the water, but- you're not going to the bodega the way we are. You're not like riding yeah. New York City subway to like get to your friend's house or to go to the beach, right? Like the cultures are just are just so so different, and it's kind of by it's 100 by design. So yeah. I kind of get annoyed because it's like you all are not you let you moved away from that part of the city because you wanted a separate type of culture. So now you have it, and now you try to like co-sign on hours, and you're not. Like, Yo, do, do you remember how angry we used to get when we'd go to concerts picking up from last week and uh, there would be like full of like bridge and tunnel kids? Oh, we'd get, yeah. Oh, man. People from from the city proper get so angry about like we. it's so immature. And, you know, I definitely wouldn't feel this way now. But it was just very much a thing like when we were like in our teens and early 20s that were just like oh fucking people from long island are at the show like fucking don't know how to don't know how to act in the city is essentially what it comes down to like (laughs) and i'll tell you i shoot now i remember my first subway ride yeah right yeah when i was like you know six years old um but like I remember I was in line this was like back and i want to say 2011 i was in line for a concert and i forgot who I might have been with one of my ex-boyfriends at the time but like uh you know I was just talking to him and I was like hey listen when we get back to Brooklyn let's just blah 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 and uh this girl standing in front of me whirls around and this is like 2011 so like 
Brooklyn was probably like starting to be gentrified. I mean, it was maybe more so, but it wasn't like as publicized yet that it was being gentrified. It wasn't like, I feel like, you know, being advertised as like, this is the spot to live, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So whirls around and she's like, you're from Brooklyn. And I was just like, yeah and she's just like oh my god do you like own a gun she straight up said that to me and i was like genuinely confused um and i was just like no do you own a gun and she's like no but i live in long island and i'm just like Uh, okay and then she like basically like just turned back around and like went back to talking to her friends and i was just like so and like nowadays that would never happen because brooklyn is so like that's the place to be you know Mm -hmm. like people even in the outer like suburbs at the time didn't even see brooklyn as that way i feel like i don't even know if they do i don't even know if they do now but now they probably just see it as like that hipster expensive place but like yeah yeah. but also like I think what's interesting is that you said that. And when I first got to college and a girl found out who was from Syracuse, not, not my roommate at the time, she was from (laughs) Syracuse too. She asked me, like, she found out I was from Brooklyn. She's like, Oh, so you have like, um, do you have like bulletproof windows or something like that? Or like, like, or like, are there just like constant bars on all the windows and all the houses? Was this like 2008? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, and I thought about it and I was like, actually, I do have bars on my windows in my, in my house, but like, I never associated with it with like, just like, cause like crime and stuff like that. But I'm like, but there were definitely houses that didn't. And then I was like, what a dumb ass assumption to make. But again, like, this is what a, a lot of the outside personifications of New York looked like, especially Brooklyn. So I remember I got so fucking offended and pissed and I was like, you dumb white trash twat like I was like so angry and now I'm like huh yeah that was not very kind of her to say see this is how I know I've evolved growth this is growth okay I called her a white trash twat and now here I'm like I'm like I should have shown a little bit more kindness because I can't blame her because she didn't know what she didn't know my new favorite thing to say lately is when we know better we do better yeah I like that a lot yeah it's interesting I don't know. People, every time I meet somebody out here and they're just like, oh, you're from Brooklyn? You don't sound like you're from Brooklyn. And I'm just like, what do you want me to sound like? Give me your wallet. Does that sound like I'm from Brooklyn? <laughs> Get off my stoop. That's usually what we say. Stoop. Or uh, that's actually funny because I used to get that a lot. But since the pandemic, I obviously I, I don't get that at all anymore. Um, I, I actually... So like I'm saying like growth and all this stuff. I was actually talking to my friend James before, which shout out. He like absolutely loves our podcast. Like, Aww. yeah, Thanks, love you so James. much. James. But he said something to me the other day. He's also from New York. He's a, he's a New Yorker. And I just absolutely started hysterical laughing because I was talking to him on the phone. And, you know, like I am this kind, right? Like, oh, like we don't know what we're going through. Like, let's show some kindness, right? But when like he knows how to pull the Brooklyn out of me so fucking well. And so he like, he like, he was driving and he's like, bitch, I will pull up to your house right now. And I was like, bro, I would punch you right in the throat. And he just turns <laughs> around and goes, and goes, bitch, don't test my gangster. And I'm like, and my roommate's listening to all of this and she's like, this is the most New York shit I've heard in my entire life. Like, this is as authentic as it gets. I, yeah. It, I would also say the way I, uh, you know, when I lived in Queens, I had a roommate who was from Colorado and 
the way he would talk to his mom on the phone and, and he would listen to the way I would talk to my mom on the phone and it were both essentially just yelling at each other and he's like, yep. who was that? I was like, that was my mom. And he's like, you talk <laughs> to your mom like that. But do you end the conversation with, okay, love you, bye. Yeah. Always, 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 always. You could be yelling, being like screaming at them, like so angry at them, but at the end of the phone call, you're like, all right, I gotta go, I love you, bye. Like yeah. I used to get that all the time too. They'd be like, yo, you just screamed at your mom and you just said, I love you. I'm like, yeah, because I still love her. Like that, and also I'd like you all to know that she um, just called me as we were recording and I said, hey, I'm recording. And she went, hi, Cola. Okay, just text me when you're in. Like, Where do you think I record from? Well, tell her I said hello. I will, but she she wants to know when, we, when we're going to be on the radio for her to listen. So oh, I would love. She'll be waiting a little while, but all right, let's get into our topic for tonight. Did you have any other thoughts on any other things? No, I really liked all of those things. I did, I did too. Um, but all right, Halloween, let's do this. Um, oh my God. First, first question I have for you is because I've been getting a lot of shit for this recently is, did you pumpkin carve as a kid a lot? <laughs> no. Let me tell you oh. why though. <laughs> because what? my father would not let us handle knives. And I think that's a good reason to not let us do that. He just felt it was probably also going to make a mess, but he would let us paint pumpkins. Uh, so we did a lot of that. We more so like had like the little paints and would paint on the pumpkins. Uh, there's a great video of me as a child painting a pumpkin going, mine's bleeding, 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 bleeding. So yeah, I think my dad was smart not to let me have a knife. Um, and so yeah, that's basically a lot of, really on brand for you if I had to, if I had to be honest with you. Um, okay. So where'd you get your pumpkins from? Ooh, I don't know. I would say like a fruit store, maybe like, oh right. God, I love so much. You are helping my argument tenfold. Okay. So my roommate really wanted a par of pumpkins like two weeks ago. And so Anna does not funk with fuck with the whole pumpkin carving thing. Okay. It's just not my jam for two reasons. One, because when I was a kid, we either had to go to the grocery store to get them. Cause yeah. I don't know if you all know this. Uh, there's not bountiful pumpkin patches growing in the concrete of Brooklyn. No. So no. So we either had to go to New Jersey or Long Island or like a patch of some sort to like go pick our pumpkins or like our school trips, like maybe that would like take us to like one of those patches out, like out, out on the outskirts of New York City. But like we were not pumpkin carving as like a, a pastime in the city. So there's that. The second is that my mother, similar to your father, didn't like the mess of it. So if we were going to carve our pumpkins, we had to clean up the mess ourselves. We had to do it all ourselves, right? Like scraping out the guts and things like that. Yes. And I have really bad sensory issues when it comes to certain textures mm -hmm. and so sticking my hand inside the pumpkin I was like I never want to feel this ever again like I just hated it and so I am wildly grossed out uh by the pumpkin carving concept um and so my roommate we carved pumpkins two weeks ago bless her heart she gave me she helped me like basically conquer the pumpkin carving thing fear because I didn't want to take a spoon and scrape it I like a little spoon. So she found like a giant spoon in our kitchen for me to like scrape everything. And I never had to touch the inside of the pumpkin, but I basically was like being called a weenie and laughed at the whole time because like, we weren't like, I wasn't like an excited or like experienced pumpkin carver, but I'm like, y'all really don't understand how Brooklyn works. Do you? 
Yeah, I don't like it's funny actually. Uh, my girlfriend said that she wanted to do that this year. We haven't done it yet, but um, yeah, we just never did it. That's not really a thing. Like a lot of times, even if you do put, I had, I didn't really live on a block where like people had that like pumpkins out on the stoop either. Or, you know, I don't know. It just wasn't really a thing. I'm sure plenty of people did it. I, I don't want to say it's exclusively not a thing. But, yeah, we would go to the fruit store usually and buy pumpkins there. Um, like, we're not pumpkin picking. Um, but, yeah, I, I thank you so much for, for validating it. Um, I did yeah. carve my pumpkin. I named him Fred. He was definitely not a scary pumpkin. He had, like, the biggest smile on his face ever. <laughs> And he was so, so cute, but he was like the least scariest pumpkin ever. But like, also again, on brand for me, I'm just not really, not really into the gore of Halloween. Are you? I like Halloween uh, a lot. I've had some like, I don't know about you, but I've had some like crazy Halloweens growing up in Brooklyn. Like the city in Halloween is just like asking for like problems, but you know, (laughs) uh, yeah, I, I was just remembering, I don't know if this was on Halloween proper, but you know how when they're doing construction on like a lot somewhere in the city and like they have like those big uh, like plywood boards up so you can't see what they're doing. And sometimes there'll mm-hmm. be like a little hole cut in one of them just to like, mm-hmm. so you can kind of look in and see what's going on. But it's, yeah, um, this was in Brooklyn. I don't know if I was with you or Kristen or with other people, but we were just walking. I think we were going to like a friend's house and someone fucking stuck their hand, was hiding in the fucking lot, <gasps> and stuck their hand out through the hole, like, as we were walking by. And they were clearly just standing there doing this all night and scared the fucking shit out of me. And I was screaming, like, what the fuck? And I could hear this douchebag laughing behind the fucking plywood, you know, Any, anyway, yeah. so... I would have fucking stabbed him right in the fucking hand. Right. But if that's like the kind of fuckery you have to worry about, like people like take it too far. I feel like in general, sometimes people can take Halloween too far, but people in the city can be a little extra. Like I was chased like down the street, like by (laughs) just randos with shaving cream, like just, and and in mind you like a very public like street, like on third Avenue in Bay Ridge, like these crazies are just fucking running being like, you know, I'm just going to fucking spray shaving cream all over these girls, you know, like, yeah. Or get egg like as you're walking. Oh my God. Oh, it's the worst. (laughs) But it was also like a lot of fun. We used to get also as like, so I had to kind of like check myself recently too on this because you know, I don't understand like how not city people trick or treat. Like, I don't really understand. I'm like, like you all just like get in a car, drive to like a community and trick or treat there. Whereas like in Brooklyn, like you just hit up like 30 blocks and you get like 30 blocks and three avenues worth of candy. It's so fucking nice. Um, and you walk the whole time, right? Like I don't have to like, Oh yeah. um, Is that what people do? They get in the car to go trick or treating. Yeah. Yeah, they no. like they like go to so what they'll do some places do like trunk trick or treating so it's like everybody has like cars like basically it's like put together by like a school or a bunch of moms like if your kids are a part of like a team or something like that like it doesn't make any sense to me but I also was like I had a moment where I was like wait a second these kids don't get letters home from school that it's also like gang initiation night and they need to be careful oh like, yeah remember those those were fun yeah and I'm like I'm like did not everybody have to worry about getting like jumped during like Halloween or like or trick-or-treating or getting like 
potentially in the crossfire for gang initiation night. I'm like, damn, these kids have no idea. Yeah, what, what was it? I I don't even want to say the name of the gang that used to do initiation on Halloween every every year. But yeah, it yeah, was there were there were a few in, in my neighborhood. There were a few, but I was more wary of it as I got like when your kids like my you know your parents take you around we used to do a lot of trick-or-treating on 11th avenue at the stores and the stores were the best to go trick-or-treating and fuck people's houses because the stores not only gave you candy but they also sometimes give you cool shit like I have a bunch of baseball cards from like 1993 like and it's all because (laughs) fucking wonderland toys on uh 11th avenue would give us just like stacks of old baseball cards and Okay, yeah, me, I'm a baseball fan, so obviously I thought that was great. That's a lot cooler for you than it was for me. Yeah, I was yeah. just really, I was just really happy when I got like a colored eraser or like, damn it, eraser. That was really cool. <laughs> damn it, I didn't mean to do it. Uh, and an accent eraser. slip. <laughs> damn it. Um, uh, I also got made fun of because when I talked to my mom on the phone, I also changed the way I say yes. Like her yeah. and I would talk, and I'd just be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> and I don't even realize I'm doing it. Um, uh, but yeah, I I I agree. The stores were usually the best, but I also like I'm like, how should kids trick or treat? As we got older, I'm not gonna lie, I never really like bought into the whole like. I love fall, and I love when little kids dress up for Halloween. Like seeing my nieces and nephews like dressed for Halloween. <gasps> so fucking cute like I love kids and especially when their costumes are so creative and they really really get into it like my nephew believes that he is spider-man it is just so fucking cute but like I can't get into Halloween as like and like once I hit the age of like 16 I was like I'm not here for it even in college like what did you do for Halloween in college oh man Halloween in college was fucking great I all right I used to party Halloween when you get older is about the parties I feel Mm -hmm. um and so when I was in college as I mentioned earlier I was in a sorority so our brother fraternity uh would host like the Halloween party so that's what I started doing every year um and those were very messy for cola um but uh they were held at uh, I want to say the place was called DNA it was that uh, you, okay, so you know, on uh, everybody listening is going to have to look up these coordinates because they're not going to have any fucking clue where I'm talking about. But 15th Avenue and 16th Avenue off the 62nd Street stop on the D train. Um, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. There's all those warehouses. Yeah. yeah. So there's all those warehouses there and there's a lot of welding companies and stuff. But mm-hmm. one of the those warehouses was turned into a club, which I think was called DNA. I could be wrong. It might have gone through several name that- changes. Isn't that where I met, uh, that was where I met Eric, Kristen's boyfriend. Probably. For the first time. I'll be quite honest. Asking me to remember anything specific from those evenings is going to be very difficult. But uh, I do remember one Halloween in particular. It was probably like my first, uh, it was the ZBT Halloween party. That's what it was. Uh, So it was my first one of those as a newly inducted sorority sister. For those who are not listening, ZBT is a fraternity. Continue. Oh, yes. Thank you for context. Yes. Um, For those who are not aware that are listening. Go ahead. Zeta, beta, tau. Um, But anyway, so that was like the big thing. Like, not just like at our school, but like all the other like Brooklyn colleges and stuff would all go, all the Greek life would all go to this party. And uh, DNA is a really big club, as I said, because it was built out of a warehouse. So I just remember like I was already like, 
drunk by the time we got there. So it was like the rest of my sorority sisters. So anyway, one of my sisters decides to run off and like randomly. And so I went after her to like go grab her because she was just running into like these desolate streets or was trying to. I believe she first ran up the other side of the train platform. The D train in Brooklyn here is like the elevated train station. So I was Mm -hmm. going after her and I'm like, yo, where are you going? Like, where that you're, you can't like, you know, you know, when drunk people are just being stupid. So I then tripped up the other side of the stairs and I ha- gashed my fucking knee open. And so I'm bleeding everywhere and like everyone's laughing and I'm laughing and I'm like, oh my God. Like, cause you know, you're drunk and you're just like openly bleeding. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you can't feel a thing. I, I don't know what happened to this photo, but there is a photo of like, one like the president of my sorority literally bandaging my knee and like three other people in the photo laughing i don't know what happened to it anyway long story short those are the kinds of halloweens i used to have uh but yeah it's just it's just chaos and like i you know i don't know i still really like it though like i've i'm sober now and like i um you know i still enjoy like going to halloween parties and like i don't know i it, the gay Halloween, that's enough, That's something that I got to enjoy, too. Yeah. Like, gay Halloween kind of took over my chaos Halloween. So that's why I enjoy it. Have you ever been to the West Village Parade? I was just going to say, I think the only thing I ever really enjoy about Halloween is that component of it in New York City, right? Like the parade is just, God, people get so fucking creative. It's like, amazing. Like one of the best Halloween costumes I've ever seen was like this lesbian couple um were one night stands oh my god and they both like one of them was like a lampshade and the other one was like the stand like an actual stand she was like wearing a box so cute yeah like I love I do love a good creative costume um I just myself am not that creative in that in that sense but I do I love the West Village Parade I've gone maybe like twice I'm again I'm not like a really big like let's go out on Halloween uh type person but you know yeah. So the one time I went was when I was working late. And uh, so I, I knew I was going to get down there probably well after like the if you don't get down there, like right before the parade starts or even before then, like you're not going to see anything. You're not going to get a good spot. Um, and anyway, so I was working. I think I was in a werewolf onesie or something. And uh, it's Halloween. So the weather in New York is actually like very unpredictable, I feel at this time. Oh, yeah. Like, it snowed one year. Do you remember that? Like I mm-hmm. canceled my party plans one year because it was like snowing and hailing. Yeah. Um, but it was so it wasn't really like the nicest night. It had rained. It was windy. And I was actually going to meet Kristen and Eric in the West Village because they're like, let's do it. And so I get down there. It's like 1030 at this point. Everybody's like already done with the parade part. Now everyone's in the bars. So I was like, maybe I'll go into Stonewall and wait for them. Uh, it was like a $20 cover. And I was like, all right, that's too rich for my blood. Um, so no, <laughs> and then I couldn't, I could not find Kristen and everybody else that she was coming with for like an hour. And I was like, oh my and God. my phone calls weren't going through. She finally gets the West village and is like, we were stuck on the E train. <laughs> typical. Fucking Typical. And I, was, always, I feel like there's always like a, I was stuck on the train underground and didn't have service like story. That's how I turned 21 was underground. Cause I was stuck oh my God. on the way to the bar. Um, and we were under, we were underground for like an hour. Right. And we didn't get to the bar. Yeah. Until like 1230. Yeah. So I turned 21 
on the bus, on the train. We love it. But yeah, at, at that point, I w- it was just like, I was so exhausted. I was tired from wandering around the West Village just by myself, freezing, because I was just in this fucking wolf costume. And so I was just like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna head home, I think, maybe. <laughs> this, yeah, it's not, it's not really for me, but I do appreciate the New York culture around it. I also just like, especially gay Halloween, like I'm telling you, just the best costumes. Like, what was like your best costume you've ever had? Oh, this is tough. Oh, I know exactly. So actually, my best costume was when I was 10 years old. Uh, It was Mets Yankees in the World Series. And uh, Mike Piazza was my favorite baseball player. And he had gotten into that little spat with Roger Clemens, who was the Yankees pitcher Mm -hmm. at the time. And uh, I dressed up as Mike Piazza for my school's costume party costume contest. And I looked fucking great. I got to ask my mom and dad if they have any pictures of that, because my mom and dad thought it was so cute. They did like the, the mustache she had on me at the time. Mm-hmm. I had like a little baseball attached to my head that said property mm-hmm. of Roger Clemens. Cause he had like, <gasps> him. Oh my uh, God. so that's my best costume. And my Catholic elementary school really did not like that. <laughs> they were just like like I had a couple teachers that were like Mets fans that thought it was really cute but like uh, you know we had a couple teachers that were like brothers and like they really didn't like it at all and oh lighten up no well, sense of well here's, here's the funny part of it they like were a little disturbed that I was cross dressing but the people that won the costume contest in my year were um, boys dressed up like old ladies so I'm like that's cute but like I can't dress up like Mike Piazza. Oh, the double standard. Oh, it was infuriating. I didn't understand it at the time, but this is me thinking in retrospect, but that's the only costume. I think like the last time, like we really like got into Halloween was in high school. And that's because the freshmen and seniors in our high school had the Halloween party. Do you remember that? Oh, I loved that. I almost forgot about that. That was like the only it was only for freshmen and seniors. Like, so you either went your first year or your fourth year and everybody like friends always like did like a group costume. And I'll never forget my sister because my sister went to our high school. Um, her and her friends dressed up as a pimp and their host. Oh my God. And, amazing. And actually won. So like, I will at least say like, yeah, your Catholic, high, your Catholic elementary school definitely was a bunch of fucking like squares, but yeah. at our high school, like the nuns ate that shit up and loved their costume, oh. which I thought was so, so funny. I, um, it's interesting. Yeah, I think that's great. I love that because I wonder if it's just because like, well, we're in an all, it, it was only girls there anyway. Like it was yeah. like not like a co-ed type of thing. So I think mm-hmm. maybe then it would have been a little bit more like alarming, but it's like, it's just the gals. Everybody dresses like hoes, you know? Um, <laughs> it was, it was so great. Like their fake boobs and like the oh leather, like the leather uh Do you outfits. remember, do you remember what our group costume was senior year? Were we like, a, like each one of us was like a sport? Yeah. We really took a simple way out. We, but that's because we really just like did not give a fuck. Again, that's, it's just like my creativity was so, so limited. Like you were soccer, I was football, Kristen was boxing. Yeah. Oh, that's such a cute photo. I have the group photo is really cute. That photo of us is really cute. Um, I was going to say the three of us looked so, so fucking cute. But yeah, I was like very, it was also freezing though. So that's the other thing. Like, how can you fucking get a costume and like plan for that weather? Like, oh my God, I'm waking up somewhere the next morning and all you had was your costume. You have to pack a bag for clothes. Like, fuck all of that shit. Like, yeah. I 
I can't what, be bothered, but, but give me a kid, give me yeah. a kid in a costume and I'm just like crying over the cuteness. There's a really great quote. I forget which season of Will and Grace it's from, but Will says, we rightfully took Halloween back from the children. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes, I love, wait, you actually just texted me that recently. That is so funny. <laughs> but it's I, true. I mean, like kids are great. I don't know. I'm like, I, I like kids. I'm not like great with kids. Uh, my, I wouldn't say I have a very maternal instinct, uh, but the costumes are cute. I like it. I like little babies that you can dress up because that don't speak. Yeah. To it. And it's like, I can dress you up, whatever. I, <laughs> I love like, Oh my God. I love little baby costumes or like family costumes. Like, um, you know, Patrick Harris and his husband and their kids every year for their Halloween costume is always so, so, so good. Like on their Instagram. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Very cute. They did like the Wizard oh. of Oz one year and yeah. Mm-hmm. They did um they did the Wizard of Oz one year. They've done like uh Alice in Wonderland was another one they did. It was so so good. Yeah, I love like I love the passion and creativity behind Halloween. I just yeah. myself don't have it. What I was gonna say, what was your favorite costume then that you did? Really? I'm not gonna lie, I don't really know if I have one. I was um I was Little Red Riding Hood one year for and it was like when we were in high school, it was Little Red Riding Hood. And I loved it because also one of just like my favorite stories as a kid. So, and I loved wearing a cape. Like I felt so boss, even though it was her riding hood, even though in hindsight, like what even is that? But um, I, yeah, that's probably my favorite one that I was. Or like when I was a kid, kid, like I was the cutest witch like ever. Yeah. I have like, that's like one of my, I was like maybe like three or four, but um I crushed that fucking pointy hat. That was great. I um, I never I when I was a kid and like I didn't I used to always want to dress up as things that were like boy costumes, I feel like, and that always sucked. Like I I was Catwoman one year, that was fun. Uh, I, I was uh after a while I was like I want to be a brain I was a brain surgeon. And I had my parents do like fake blood all over me because like I was like I don't I want to be something like I don't want to be like you know anything that involves like a dress or anything because like I want to run around with my friends <laughs> like you know yeah. yeah we just I think that's one of the coolest things that my my sister-in-law did with my niece is because she my niece was very similar in the sense that she wanted to be like super individualistic and like get into Halloween but like so she wanted to be like one year she was like um she was like a Oh God, she was a Batman princess, right? Like, so she uh-huh. wanted to be Batman. She loved the Batman, but she also wanted to wear a tutu. So it was like my sister-in-law, like so fucking smart was like, all right, yeah, let's be both. Like, it's okay. Instead of being like, no, you only have to be a princess right. or right. Like, it's like, let's embrace the fact that she, she wants to be, be both. So, and she looks so fucking cute. She, so, and she's super, I think she's still pretty into Halloween now, but what about like, TV shows and movies like do you like scary movies like where do you land on on that scale so I'm actually like a little ball sack when it comes to scary movies uh because I have I actually just in general I suffer from very bad I get nightmares a lot just Mm -hmm. no no prompting like I have very bizarre dreams so I try Mm -hmm. not to do anything that's going to make that worse um so I typically like I can go for like a good thriller. I do enjoy like a good thriller, but nothing like, that, like makes you think. Yeah, like but I like like that kind of scary movie. I'm not so much big on like the gore fest 
stuff. I saw a couple of the Saw <laughs> films. Uh, uh, I enjoyed I those. Yeah, I uh, those were good. But yeah, I'm not really. My girlfriend's real big on like the horror type stuff. Like she just watched that uh, series that was on Netflix, The Haunting of Bly Manor or something like that. Oh, is that good? I'm actually gonna start it. Is it good? Uh, she liked it. Uh, so I mean, it it depends. Like, see, like that's like too much for me. Like, I can't oh, like fucks really? with stuff like that. That's like a little bit too much. Um, but yeah. I like it. I mean, so I don't like gore. I definitely do not like gore. I don't care for the blood, like a killer's out to get you per se. Like, I don't really, I don't really care for, for horror movies in that realm, but I do like those psychological thrillers. Like, even if they're kind of, kind of like, so I don't like being scared, um, obviously, but I do like the storylines and how they usually make you think. So I really loved The Haunting of Hill House. Um, it was really hard for oh, me to get through it because I was... You're going to like the the manor thing if you like that because that's the one she... Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It's by the same creators, I think. But so I really... Obviously, I struggled to get through The Haunting of Hill House. I could only watch it during the day and I could only watch it like before like 7 o'clock at night. Um, if I was by... I, I couldn't really watch it by myself. Like I would have to like watch it with like either my roommate home or if I was at my sister's house... Um, I would need like the dog, like my little, my little chippy dippy, my, her dog, Charlie, Charlie Chappie. I would like need him to like sit next to me, even though it's like a dog, but I just needed like some type of security. Yeah. And anytime I would like jump or scream, he would like, cause he's like such a protective, like good boy. He's always like, he would always like jump up and be like, what's the matter? Like look out the window and be like, but I'm like, Oh, you're here to protect me. So like, I did feel like someone was watching it with me. Um, he's the best little boy in the entire world. Um, so yeah, I really struggled to get through it, but it was such a good storyline. Like the story kept me, yeah. I, I, if it's just there to scare me and there's nothing really like of substance, I'm not going to watch it. So like the um, American Horror Story, like the first three seasons, yeah, loved, loved, loved the first. Well, Asylum was a little dumb to me, but like one in three, Coven and um, Murder House. Yeah. Murder House was a great storyline. Again, I struggled to get through it. Like, I'm kind of um, not sadistic. What is it again? Masochistic. Mas- masochistic um, in in some of my story watching. Um, I think it's just so, so, so good. But again, if it's going to make me think, it's going to like keep me emotionally attached just a little bit. Like, I'm here for it. So Murder House was really good. I, I thought at first Stranger Things was going to be kind of like oh, a similar... I love Stranger Things. Uh, that's my Same. Halloween watch. Yeah. That's that's Same. like just enough. And even that, like, yeah. No, I can do that. I usually watch it like almost all in like two days. So then I forget, you know, like. The whole series, like the new episodes or like you start from the beginning? No, like the, like if a new season comes out, I'll watch it in like two mm-hmm. days. And then like, oh. like, I don't know when we're getting another one of those, but like then I always have to rewatch because I forget. I feel like it's in, it's coming up. Like in, it's like, cause they, so they've done like a release for like every, they're trying to do it like throughout all the seasons oh, like nice. of the year. Um, so I think we're supposed to be getting one fairly soon because they did summer last release. But um, yeah, I, I thought Stranger Things was going to kind of be a little bit more like the Haunting of Hill House type vibe, but I, I also love Stranger Things. Um, yeah. If it, I don't, again, I don't really like do the gore, like the Saw movies or. Um, yeah. Like, gore is. Yeah, the Stranger Things, I could get behind a good, Stranger Things, you know what the difference is, it's like, it's a thriller in that suspense way, but it's also like a monster, 
Uh, and I don't mm-hmm. mind like a monster, like a tent, nothing that's like haunting or like, you know, like stuff like that will like really something that could be real. Yeah. Something that's like tangible. Like we can slay this monster basically, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I guess I can get behind that a little bit more. Um, I really li- can't wait to watch Frank and Weenie on Disney plus. So that's what I'm I was just going to ask like, what about your Disney movies? Like I love 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 halloween town like so so much halloween town's good uh when we were kids my sister and i really loved double double i think that's what double double you know the 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 olsen twins movie yeah we love that like we watched that all the time um i'm trying to think and i remember before christmas is a classic it's i don't like it as much as i used to um i can't i can't bite it's just not my like it's yeah, yeah I know. don't like it. It's it's fine. I don't really care for the storyline. Like people are like there are people who are like obsessed with them, like the music and the and the, the music cartoon. Is, yeah, the the music and the animation is really good. But like I, yeah, it's not like my go to. Um, I haven't seen Frank and Weenie yet, but I'm excited. I know. I I love it. Like it's it's so it's just so good. Like I love like cutie little like Halloween movies. Like again the. Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, like that's mm-hmm. a classic. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think like other, I feel like I'm missing one. Hocus I know. Pocus, Halloween Town. Um, the Craft. That's not a Disney movie, but. That is not a Disney movie, but that's a great fucking I need movie. A, or, I haven't um, watched that in forever. What's the one with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman? Oh, God. I love that one too. I was about to um, be like big little lies. No, no, no. Practical no. magic. That's oh, what it's practical called. magic. So good. Ew, it only has a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. I have many thoughts, people. Very That funny. is rude. That is so fucking rude. So rude. how could you how dare you do that to my queen? I love Sandra Bullock. I don't really love Michael oh, Kidman. But, I, but I love Sandra Bullock as well. Uh, you know what I watched the other day? Miss Congeniality. Not a Halloween movie. Still a classic, though. They're so, so fucking good. I love those. Um, that's, like, one of those movies I can, like, watch over and over again. Oh, yeah. uh, what, were your, what were your thoughts on, like, the Scream series? Because that was really big for us when we were growing up. Like, yeah, that was... I know. I, I thought they were, you know, they were fun. I feel like I would just watch it if I was at a party or at like somebody's house and they were watching it i wouldn't like seek out those movies mm-hmm. um yeah they're they were fine i don't know i wasn't a big scream like what about were you like no no not really mine either you know what i did love actually um this came up the other day beetlejuice i still love that movie because we know the writer i just like i think what drew me to it was the actual like directing of it like the way it was shot mm-hmm. the constant between the house and like I'm trying to think of the way like what I'm talking about like the like everything in it like just like caught my eye the way like the house was decorated the yeah. way their outfits were the way Beetlejuice looked like it was very like aesthetically in- like I guess like enticing in my mind like it just kept me so entranced but um I did really love Beetlejuice. Also because I think who who is the who plays Beetlejuice? Why am I blanking on his name? Is it Keaton? 
Yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Like, not sorry, I meant to say Michael Keaton, not to be confused, not to have our listeners confused with Diane Keaton, who I would Uh, love to see play Beetlejuice, quite honestly. Oh my God, I love Diane Keaton. But also, speaking of Winona Ryder, (laughs) Edward Scissorhands. That's another Halloween one. Uh, What's a Sweeney Todd? That's not Halloween, but it's just horrific. Meh. Don't love Sweeney Todd. Ghostbusters, I guess, is considered a Halloween movie. I really, I know everyone's going to fucking blah, 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 the original, but I loved the uh, reboot that they did. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I did too. I thought they were both good. Um, Oh, I know. This one I was obsessed with when I was a kid. Casper. Casper. With Christina Ricci. Ricci. Oh my God. Adorable little Christina Ricci. Uh, But I also... Also had like such a little crush on who actually like played Casper, not the white fucking ghost, the actual like kid. He was like that kid actor. Macaulay Culkin? Super- oh, that wasn't Macaulay Culkin. Wait, but that's honestly really weird because you're not the first person to say that. <laughs> <laughs> when I say like who it is, they're like, oh, Macaulay Culkin. And I'm like, no, I think he was the same kid who played Junior Floyd in The Little Giants. Oh, God, I would have to look it up. Do you, but you've seen Little Giants, though, right? Oh, yeah. Again, not right. in quite some time. I, that was one of the ones that was in rotation, though, when I was a kid. Um, yeah. Devin Sawa, that's his name. Oh. He, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was in Final Destination. Oh, he was in Little Giants. I was right. I, like, thought he was so freaking cute, Ew. but not nearly as cute as Benny the Jet Rodriguez from The Sandlot. Yo. I have a theory that every lesbian, including myself, wanted to be Benny the Jet. And I do still to this day wanted to. I want to be like, Benny the Jet. Like be him? Like growing just- up, I felt like we all wanted to be him at one point. I definitely did when I was a kid. But also like I have a whole now we're getting completely off the Halloween topic. But I just need to say there is a version of the Sandlot sand that I rewrite. Oh, my God. I can't speak. Rewrite. <laughs> Where um, Wendy Pfeffercorn just lets squints drown. <laughs> I want to make shirts and I will sell them if we make a website that have like, I guess see if my girlfriend can help me with this design. But I just want to have like Wendy like sitting on the lifeguard chair with her sunglasses on. And it says, let that bitch drown. And like have you just see little squints sunglasses floating in the pool. Because fuck squints. That's my thing on the sandlot. Yeah, I mean, he's technically assaulted her. Yeah, fucking douchebag, little brat. And we romanticize that. What about um, fuck squints? (laughs) That's a hot take, especially considering squints and Wendy, Mm -hmm. the the lifeguard, are big Halloween costumes. I know, every fucking douchebag in Brooklyn has been in a fucking squint since Wendy with his fucking girlfriend for Halloween. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my it's God. I'm so angry. I, it's not even one of my favorite baseball movies. I gotta be honest. I love the Sandlot. It's, it's fine. It's just, oh, it's not one of my favorite baseball movies. No, no, no. I would, I would say it's not even one of my, uh, it's, yeah, it's not even one of my favorite, like athletic movies. You know what I mean? Like I have so yeah. many like athletic themed movies like um Miracle or like um Remember the Titans. Like really those definitely are oh Remember the Titans makes me cry every oh, single yes. time. Sorry. But so going back to uh, hashtag fuck squints. That's fantastic. Fuck squints. <laughs> Although I will say the better Halloween costume, couple Halloween costume in my opinion, I love it so so much, is um from Recess, uh JT Detweiler or 
or yeah, Deep that's it. Detweiler and um, Spinelli. Oh yeah, such a better Halloween couple costume. Um, that's a personal favorite. But what about like Rocky Horror Picture Show? There are people who are obsessed with Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've uh, have I seen that? I have seen that. I, I think I would be a bad gay if I hadn't seen that. But uh, yeah, I'm not like super. I mean, I think it's great. I you know, but yeah, there's places that I remember in even in New York that like there were bars that used to do like a screening of it. You know, every Halloween mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which is always fun. Um, I will I will say the one like kind of scary movie that like I will kind of like watch even though it's again a little bit more scary than I like is always The Shining Stephen King thriller I don't think I've seen I I know what it is I obviously haven't seen like with the hotel room yeah yeah. oh Um, here's Johnny yes and the twins yeah the twins and and all work no play Mm -hmm. makes Johnny go crazy um there's that one and then um jack nicholson just on his own is terrifying so i could see that working i kind of love him though i I did i will say great a little little scarier again a little scarier than i i tend to like but also um i didn't i kind of forget this like as a as a halloween movie that people fuck with uh the sixth sense which was like a huge deal also when we were growing up yeah, that whole reveal that everyone was being a dick and giving away, like, right away. <laughs> that was the original spoiler. Like, that was when, like, spoiling movies was, like, before it was on Facebook and shit like that. People just were assholes and ruined it when they came over for coffee. And yeah, but I was going to say, at least th- back then, though, like, you didn't have to worry about seeing it on, like, Twitter. Like, if you didn't run out and see it the first day, you just had to worry about if your friend was going to be a big fucking asshole and come home and ruin the movie for you. Definitely, definitely plausible. Definitely plausible. Do you, are you, so I'm kind of like in this place right now where I'm like, do I get candy for trick-or-treaters? Do I, no, I'm, okay, so since I moved out here, like trick-or-treating's like really big, uh, I feel like even out in LA, but like the first year I lived out here, I lived in that house with like two roommates and the World Series always falls during Halloween. And the Dodgers have consistently been in the World Series. So I was so annoyed the last time my roommate got candy because we were she had everybody over to watch the World Series. And then in the middle of it, she's getting up every two seconds, like bringing candy to the door. I'm like, this is too much is happening. I'm overstimulated. I'm annoyed at the trick-or-treaters. Um, so I hate the children. I don't, like I said, I... No, I don't get candy. If I get candy, it's for me. <laughs> I'm a child. I I think I'm gonna because I'm more worried about the pandemic. But I think I think we are gonna put it like a bowl out or something like that. Because again, like I feel bad for kids right now who have had so much taken away from them. Right, like they're not really going to school. Yeah. They're so if if they're if we can find a way to make it like COVID safe, I think we're gonna put a bowl out. That's and good. Put- out. Yeah. I mean, I, right now, though, also, I would say I live in an apartment building. So and there's no kids in this building. Uh, so it's likely. Oh. That, yeah, we have we have kids in our community. So I think that's what we're yeah. going to do. But do you what's probably we'll wrap up with this. What is your favorite Halloween memory? Oh, my God. That like, let's say, fuck it. We'll we'll even like we'll even like condense it like with you and me like a like that we were together for. <laughs> Oh, I feel like we've had a couple, right? Like the only one that's the coming to mind right now is the freshman senior Halloween party. We did go to your house afterward and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. So I want to say that. That was a good time. 
I feel like I've hung out with you around that holiday, you know, when you were, when we were not in college. We, we did, we did, but I was going to say that was, that's probably mine too. I mean, it was fun. It's just, so, it's just so fucking classic. Like that to me is like the days where like shit was so much easier, right? Like it was a Halloween, like there weren't boys there. It was just like, you were hanging out with your friends. There was music, you were dancing. Yeah. Was, and like, we weren't even like drinking, like, uh, no. it was like, and even when we back, went back to your house, we weren't like drinking. We were just like fucking, you know, that kind of, it was, it's nice that I have some of those, uh, memories as well. You know, even after I stopped drinking now, but yeah, you know what I mean? You, you are sober as long as I am gluten-free. Champions. No, look at us. Look at us again. Growth. <laughs> growth. Growth. Look at us. Um, but all right. Uh, any other, any other thoughts? We figured this would be a good time for us to talk about Halloween, given the fact that by the time this episode comes out, it'll basically be Halloween week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it does Boom, suck. motherfuckers. <laughs> it does suck that we're, we're in this pandemic, but regardless, we hope you stay safe and yes. And yes. Boom, boom, motherfuckers. Yeah. I really regret doing that. <laughs> We're going to end on that note. You've been crushing the ending notes for for this podcast uh, lately. All right. Well, I'm Anna. I'm Cola. We're two broads from Brooklyn. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.